Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Welcome to the Joe Moffitt Show. I am your host, Joe Moffitt, coming to you live, all the way live. No, baby, I meant to say all the way live from the JM Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where it has decided to be cold as fuck today. Now, I understand some people might look at the weather map today and say, Joe, it's 55 degrees. It ain't fucking cold. Oh, Nelly. Whoa, there. Just because that sun is beaming that goddamn mercury up to 55, nigga. That goddamn wind wears I ass out out here, ladies and gentlemen. Goddamn. The wind is blowing enough cold. If the wind wasn't blowing, it wouldn't be that bad of a damn day. It's pretty outside. The sun shining, birds chirping, you know, crackheads running around. You know, it's a great day. But instead, you got motherfucking wind out the wazoo in this motherfucker just blowing non-stop just non-stop fucking wind and that's what's making it so damn cold so i'm sitting in the studio with heat on between my legs and my nuts don't freeze off and of course delivering y'all some high quality entertainment in this motherfucker so i know i i i have to talk about the um and well, let me rephrase. If I don't talk about the elephant in the room, it, I'd be wrong. And, of course, I'm talking about the Super Bowl. Of course, I don't have license to tell you all what happened in the game and give breakdown on play-by-play and whoop de whoop de All I can tell you is it was eight motherfucking touchdowns of amazingness in that motherfucking game. I will say this. I can't stand Tom Brady's ass from the top of his head to the bottom of his bougie-ass feet. But... You got to respect the nigga to some sort. But because he did what he's supposed to do. He exploited a stupid-ass team's mistake of not running the goddamn ball. If you would have ran the goddamn ball, Matt Ryan, and and goddamn Shanahan, instead of trying to get this nigga to squeeze in passes to the wrong fucking receivers, this nigga was throwing passes to everybody but Julio Jones. The one nigga on the field that could have won that whole goddamn game virtually by himself. Him and Ryan could have won that goddamn game. With with him, Devontae Freeman, and goddamn Matt Ryan should have won that fucking game. That should have been it. What happened? They took Devontae Freeman straight out of the equation, which I thought was fucking retarded. And Julio Jones had, what, maybe four, four catches? Maybe? Maybe, my nigga? Come on, man. Atlanta wanted to lose that goddamn game. I ain't stupid. Shanahan knew what the fuck he was doing. Shit. Shanahan went home, got his shit, and flew straight to fucking San Francisco. He knew what was up. Hell. I ain't fucking crazy. I know a goddamn fix when I fucking see one. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know if it's fixing. I just a fix of stupid. They need to fix stupid. That's why they got rid of his ass. But... I mean, like I said, they made it that far. They did all that work. Why they gave up on the run at the end of the game, I have no fucking clue. But it is what it is. The New England Patriots, 
are again the Super Bowl champions. Allow me to throw up. Blech. That's the way I feel about it. Because, and I don't give a damn about Tom Brady's political beliefs. I just can't stand his ass as a football player. He's more like a Chuck artist. He chucks a goddamn ball up and hopes to God one of his people comes down with it. I mean, let's be fucking real. When he played the Texans, that nigga chucked a goddamn ball up to keep from getting sacked because Clowney stayed on his ass. Non-fucking-stop. He should have been forced to get a goddamn JC tattoo on his back in the tramp stamp position because that's exactly where the, the Jadevian Clowney was at, up his ass that whole goddamn game. What you think is going to happen when it's coming from two directions? Oh, wait, it came from two directions because Whitney Merciless was up his ass that whole game. What you think going to happen when it comes from three directions? What you think going to happen when the boss come back? Well, first, he had to punch Brock Oswald in the fucking chin and make that nigga start playing football. Because that shit that they pulled, they, New England had no business being in that goddamn Super Bowl because it was up to us to send their asses home and we didn't get it done. Let's just call a spade a goddamn spade. Houston had New England dead to rights. And yet, they had to see another nigga's face on their stadium. That should piss you off in the worst way fucking possible. Seeing a nigga that whooped your ass's face on your house. You know how embarrassing that is? That's all the way fucked up. There ain't no other way of putting it. You, you got to feel like shit driving by your motherfucking stadium that your ass plays in and works out in and, and does all your shit and got this nigga's face big as motherfucking day on your shit. If that ain't a kick in the nuts, I don't know what is. But I hope the Texans learn from it. Football season is now past us. It has now gone away. Brady won't be because I was hoping that nigga was going to retire, and yet he's saying he's coming back. We know Bel Belichick wasn't going nowhere, so hopefully as the shit comes together next year, another team, if not Houston, somebody, hopefully in that damn division, can knock them motherfuckers down. I'm not going to put it on my Texans. I'm going to put it on the goddamn division to in the AFC um, North to knock these motherfuckers down a peg. If you would please, you ugly motherfuckers. Or is it AFC East? I don't give a shit. Is AFC one of them? God damn it. Whoop New England, and I'm tired of they shit. Fuck them. Now, on to other news. As we partake in the crazy shit that goes on in this world. Um, I saw a story that kind of threw me for a loop a little bit. You know, um, it, it was... It was a little inspiring, but it, it, it I kind of got a little mm, pushed aside as 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 far as the, the shock factor, because I wasn't shocked to hear a story of a young lady whose parents decided to disown her because she was dating outside of her race. This is not a shock. This doesn't shock me. This is not shocking news that can come out. It, it doesn't shock me to hear a story um, about a young woman being written off by her family because of her dating outside of a race. I mean, let's, let's be real. Um, 
the young lady's name is Allie Dowell. Dowdle, I'm sorry. Um, her parents, like I said before, they cut her off. Um, the reason why they cut her off is because they found out she was in a relationship uh, with a black kid. So um, they basically told her they're not paying for college. They, they cut her off. You know, that was that. And so she started a GoFundMe account um, to help her pay for school. She wants to continue her education. She wants to go to college and, and become something. And although it was originally on her parents, I, I guess, responsibility to take care of this for her because of their opinion, they are no longer wanting to do so. So she took matters in her own hands to see if people cared enough to maybe help her out and as as we do in this country granted we do have issues of racism and we do have issues of uh that that drives a wedge between a lot of us but i think when it comes to our children and keep in mind this she's still a child you know she's just graduating high school I, i'm glad to see so many people decided to help her out actually it went you know, three times the amount of what she was needing. And the, um, I mean, the, the donations kept coming and coming and coming. Um, it was unfortunately to the chagrin of some critics that felt that Allie's position as using her um, situation. And, and I'm, 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 like I said, I, I read the article and basically they were saying that it that she felt that this would be a, a way to start a dialogue to to stop racism and and to 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 give a slap in the face if you will to racism in the United States. I, I'm not saying and and I don't never I, I'm not going to sit here and say this young lady is trying to change the world simply by saying if I go to college it will change my world. But in the same breath and light I mean, the reason why she can't go to college is because of an issue that has been a problem in this country. It's biggest problem, in my opinion, which is racism. I, I think racism is one of the biggest issues that we have in the United States of America. And as a matter of fact, I, I can even go as far and say it, that as far as the entire world. Um, I truly believe that until we stop putting so much faith in faith and taking faith away from humanity, you know, we will never get better. I understand there's some fucked up crazy shit that happens in every race, in every country, everywhere in the United States and, and beyond all over this planet. But we can't, we can't be Trumpian about the way we handle these things. We can't allow these voices to come into our our ears as far as outside influences telling us that all of these people in these areas are all just bad people bullshit you know i'm a black man in america i know what it's like to be looked at as being a piece of shit just for having pieces of shit with the same skin color I can't look at all white people as pieces of shit because of what other white people have done in the past, particularly because I'm married to a white woman, okay? 
who, contrary to popular belief, in her younger days had to portray herself as a person that was only dating within her race, knowing that she preferred dating outside of her race. But because of her situation and circumstances, she had to play that role, you know? I'm, I'm not going to lie, you know? Let's be honest. But this this same... The, the things that she had to go through in, in her youth brought her daughters, my stepdaughters, two beautiful biracial women who my in-laws love and adore with every ounce of their internal being. You hear me? Okay, so... I mean, I, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you people can't change because, baby, you just got to see it for yourself. And it's there. It happens all the time. We have to start seeing that change and we have to start working together to do better. We can't sit here and keep asking each other to. Like I said, it, I, it, it ain't about fucking. It ain't about being in relationships. This is about working and living and breathing and, 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 and being amongst each other. You know, this goddamn racism shit. Jesus Christ. Steve Harvey told a joke a couple of weeks ago about how he think Asian men are ugly. Everybody in their mama kind of got pissed off because he called Asian men ugly. It was a goddamn joke. He, You know, comedians are coming under fire for fucking jokes. You understand what I'm saying? Before we could even get past what Steve Harvey said with all the shit that he got going on right now, but then we got to turn around and, and talk again about George Lopez. George Lopez caught hell, and everybody knows George Lopez follows up me on Twitter. He is a follower of the Joe Moffat Show, okay? I'm not sure if he's ever listened to an episode. I don't even know he know this whole fucking concept or anything that I do here, but that man follows me on Twitter. You know, he follows about 3,400 people on Twitter. I'm one of them out of millions that follow him. Okay. And so I'm not using that as a reason to, to, to I, I guess, show solidarity with, with George. But I, I, I say that to say this. When you go to a comedy show, it's comedy. A comedian is telling you about his life. He is telling you about things that he's experienced, the life that he's lived, the shit that he's been through. And for you to sit here and get pissed off at his show while he's telling you about his life, to me, is bullshit. You know good and hell well what you was coming into before you went to go see that damn comedian. You know good and hell well if you go to a Snoop Dogg concert, two things is going to happen. One is going to be a whole lot of cussing, and two, somebody going to have some motherfucking weed. Those are two motherfucking things that you can bet your bottom dollar will be at a goddamn Snoop Dogg concert. So when you go see a George Lopez show, you should already know just by watching his TV show. If you ain't, if you're going to spend money to go see this man, you've researched him before. You know who George Lopez is. So why is it that you're going to be shocked that this man makes a statement about his background that pissed you off. The statement that was made, George said that there's two things that happens that you better not do in a Latina family. You better not bring home a black person 
and you better not park in their yard, park in, they, park in front of their house. That was the joke, okay? That was probably a joke, written as a joke. It could have been real because contrary to popular belief, everybody wants to sit here and get mad about what George Lopez says. In the, the Hindu and Indian cultures, they do arranged marriages so to, to keep the bloodline strong within their communities. They've been doing it for eons. Uh, we know how white folks feel about that shit. Uh, black folks, too, for that matter. Once again, I am a black man married to a white woman. It is not easy being a black man married to a white woman, not just on the white side of it, but on the black side of it, too. Okay? Niggas do not make this shit no easy for nobody else. Don't be sitting here getting mad at George for being real when I didn't took a white woman home before and seemed disgust in my mother's eyes. Even though this woman uh, washes my clothes, cooks my meals, washes my ass when I'm sick, do whatever the fuck I need when needed and, and asked upon with no complaints and no concerns and no worries. She just get it done. That's a teammate, y'all. That's a team motherfucking player right there. You think I'm going to let somebody fuck up my team? Fuck you. It's hard finding a motherfucker that give a damn about you. That shit ain't easy. That, that is hard motherfucking work to find a person to share your life with. Do you know people get sick? Do you know what happens when people get sick? Bad shit can happen when people get sick. You ever had a case of the shit so bad that you fell off the toilet and just kept shitting? Because your stomach had you so balled over, but yet you couldn't stop your ass from shitting? So you sitting there laying on the goddamn floor, shitting on your motherfucking self with nothing you can do? Think about doing that shit by yourself alone. Because you sitting here and, and passed on an opportunity to be happy because of what a motherfucker say you ought to do with your life. Ain't that some shit? But people do it all the time. We listen to these influences that are supposed to so-called be having our best interest at heart. So we listen to them and then we pass on love. They sitting at home fucking and frolicking and having a good time. And your sick ass laying on the floor covered in your own shit. You'd be relieved to have a motherfucker there that'll help get your nasty ass off the floor, throw you in the bathtub, run some water, and let you sit there and soak while they wiping the shit up off the floor. Nigga, that's hard to fucking find somebody to do some shit like that for you. It's easy to find somebody to suck your dick or eat your pussy. That is the easiest goddamn thing you can go. The average person can go on the internet right now, post that shit out, and have a thousand motherfucking offers. You can offer yourself up to eat pussy or suck dick and get more motherfucking increase than 10 niggas trying to get goddamn work in this country. I shit you not in any other country for that goddamn matter. Be a chick on, on Craigslist and say, I'm just bored and want to give random blowjobs. They will crash your motherfucking email system. You won't be able to get an email for three motherfucking days. And when you do start getting them, you're going to be mad than the motherfuckers. You're going to have thousands of goddamn dick pics. Now, you want to suck on that? Want to suck on that? Want to suck on that? 
No, it ain't about finding somebody that'll suck your dick. It ain't about finding somebody to eat your pussy. It's somebody that will wipe your ass when you sick. Not when you 80 or 90. Nigga, I'm talking about like 27, 28. I think I was 28 when that shit happened to me. I'm telling you real shit. This ain't nothing fake. Hell. My old man fucking been with a woman for 26 goddamn years. Then find it and mention and talking about wanting to marry her after she put a goddamn enema up his ass. It took you 26 years to figure this shit out, nigga. Really, nigga? Don't be like that. You got somebody that cut for your ass, goddamn it. Cut for him back. And don't be sitting here letting nobody telling you just because the color of their damn skin should depict on who you fuck. It's up to you. Not only that, keep in mind, like now we're going to go back to that other issue as far as if they willing to suck your dick or eat your pussy, don't you worry about what another motherfucker think. You feel me? That's, that's what I'm saying, man. It's, it's too hard to find real love and to find somebody willing to put up with your ignorant ass on a regular basis to have niggas telling you no don't date over there no you can't you can't do go over there uh 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 i will judge you if you go over there well how about i say fuck you and the banana boat you fell off of you uppity motherfucker you and that's real. Do what's best for you, boo-boo. My, my uncle used to always say, do for who for you. If you got somebody willing to cut for your motherfucking ass, black, white, purple, or green, you don't give a shit. You love that person, and they raggedy ass just as much as they love your raggedy ass. Okay? Not all of us have clean and pristine motherfucking underwear that every time we can make a motherfucking special presentation. Some of us got whole ass drawers. You need somebody that will pick them whole ass drawers up off the floor and throw them motherfuckers in the washing machine for your raggedy ass. That's what it's about. Sitting here waiting on that perfect match and all of that shit. Nigga, you... <laughs> shit. Some of you... I'm serious. There's a person sitting there right now that is not going after love because they have to depict it strictly off a race to me that is the stupidest motherfucking thing you could ever motherfucking do in the history of ever doing shit and as far as my nigga george lopez and steve harvey and the rest of them all us comedians out here i say to you people take a goddamn joke it's a motherfucking joke Niggas ain't going to start working 10 times, 1,000 times, 10,000 times harder to make you motherfuckers laugh for the benefit of saving your motherfucking feelings because nobody saved our goddamn feelings. You know how hard it is to be a comedian, motherfucker? That ain't easy. It ain't easy writing motherfucking jewelry, stories and, and jokes, trying to turn the hard shit that we've been through in our life into something that your ass can enjoy on a regular motherfucking basis you rat bastards that shit pisses me off when people get mad at a joke it's a joke hell i work in an economy that is piss poor to say the least right now and i'm talking about in the town that i live in here in the beautiful city of Indian, oklahoma that i advertise so much there's a grimy dirty filthy ass side to it and it's got a lot to do with methamphetamines, a whole hell of a lot to do with opioid abuse. The list goes on and on and on. And so I deal with a lot of people's nasty, filthy, disgusting, raggedy ass shit that they try to come in and scrape up a little cash to get by with. 
you know, I have motherfuckers bringing me PlayStations in all the goddamn time. We got more PlayStation 3s and 4s than a motherfucker at the shop. The funny thing about it is when you bring them in, you got to kind of cock that bitch to the side and tap on it to make sure that these niggas ain't bought the rest of their damn family members in that only come out when a nigga turn the lights on and then them motherfuckers run back into a corner. Yes, I'm talking about goddamn roaches. I'm not shitting you. This nigga bought in a PlayStation that was so fucking covered in roaches, we plugged the bitch in and turned it on, the fan came on. I think we killed a family of 37 of them. It sounded like a goddamn blender going off. The damn PlayStation popped up on the motherfucking screen. A damn roach had his own fucking profile on the motherfucking PlayStation 4. Dirty Bugs Nasty 69. What the fuck? And you know my stupid ass had to press on the goddamn profile to see what the fuck was in there, right? Show sure enough. You had Grand Theft Auto bug tours. These motherfuckers even had nerve to have goddamn porn on the motherfucking PlayStation. Ain't that about a bitch? And I know it was roach porn, too, because it was a porno with two hobos fucking in a trash dumpster behind a fucking Chinese restaurant. What was real fucked up was the shit was shot in 1080p motherfucking video coverage. This shit was shot with an iPhone 7. Two, three goddamn, you see about three, four roaches trying to run across the titty so they can get them some too. See, folks, see, that's a joke. It's a joke. I ain't never seen a damn PlayStation with a motherfucking roach on it. It'd be funny as fuck if I did. I certainly ain't seen dumpster porn, but I might now. <laughs> this might be something worth Googling. I'm not sure. <laughs> but it's a joke. It's just a fucking joke. You see what I mean? There's too many motherfucking people sitting here goddamn getting mad over jokes. What the fuck? It's hard writing goddamn jokes. And you gonna give a nigga a hard time because he telling you a story about a real shit about his life? Don't get pissed at him. Give him a goddamn handkerchief before his ass start crying all up and down his fucking shirt. Not hard it is to be told that you can't be with somebody because of what the fuck they look like simply by complexion alone? Hell, I can see if you say you can't be with nobody ugly, I might be able to spin on that a little bit, but I'm not going to sit here and trip over a situation simply or, or to sit here and say I'm not going to be with somebody simply because of their race. I think that's bullshit. I, my ass is fucked all around the rainbow. And I, that's where I am. And I think if you listen, you tell people that's telling you to date within your race and, or don't date at all, you tell them to go, you know, get fucked because that ain't, you know, that ain't helping your situation while you laying here shitting on yourself on the floor by your damn self. Don't listen to that bullshit. That's all I'm saying. And to take a step back from you know that that foolishness i'm gonna take a step back to the soup bowls i do i do remember a couple of good ass commercials that were fun that was funny as fuck particularly that goddamn super bowl that damn mr clean super bowl commercial gonna have niggas on craigslist talking my girl let me come clean your house shit i'll even bring the cleaning supplies out wax that flow and wax that ass they niggas just go start thinking it ain't a dirty house in america after super bowl 51 every motherfucking nigga on the planet then what clean they got them house spotless waiting on their girl to get home so they can get that ass <laughs> hell that goddamn commercial got letters mr clean company gonna get goddamn letters from women all over the country thank you for that loving and caring commercial my husband has not been the same 
ever since he saw the Super Bowl. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shit. Ladies, you better remember, though, the first time he don't give him no pussy, that'll be the last time that nigga touch a broom. Think I'm bullshitting. I'm duh. I got to go in there and do the damn dishes here in a few minutes as we speak. I got my gift last night. <laughs> shit, that shit was funny as fuck, hell. Gaga had everybody going Gaga all over the damn halftime show. I thought the drones were a pretty nice damn touch until I realized that this is the shit that motherfuckers be using to blow up goddamn buildings and shit. And I'm like, God damn, a droid can be fun and wonderful and lights and glittery until it's got to go on a secret fucking mission for the United States government. Shit, I'm glad none of them drones that were, you know, them drones that were set on happy. Yay, you know, made flags and shit. I thought that was fucking awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the halftime show. I know everybody was, you know, I, I kind of got pissed off. And if you didn't notice on Twitter, they had a post from the NRA talking shit, talking about uh, Lady Gaga should should um, make sure not to do anything political and, and, and keep it fun and light because nobody watches the Super Bowl for politics. And don't be like this motherfucker said this, not me. Don't be like that dunce Beyonce trying to make. Whoa, 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 whoa. B wasn't trying to make a political statement at her performance at the Super Bowl. B was making a call to arms. Let's go back to Beyonce's performance, shall we? And remember when she came on stage, when she came on the field, they were in formation. See, stupid motherfuckers missed that shit. You feel me? A lot of you motherfuckers missed that shit. B wasn't out there saying, oh, we need to do something for just this race. No, B didn't come out there saying, we need to do this for that people. No, 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 no. B said, we need to get in formation. Get your ass up. This shit's about to get real. And we got to start handling business. See, that's where the motherfuckers missed out. They thought she was being political. No. She was rounding up the troops. We passed politics. We done politicizing this shit. It's time for action. That's what B did. I just wanted to correct Mr. NRA for that bullshit that he said because he got that goddamn performance all wrong. And me being who I am, I will more than happily adjust his motherfucking thinking to get his punk ass back on point. All right? Shit. So I was, but it was good that Gaga didn't really do anything political other than what she always does, which is a shout out to the, um, to the, to, to the LGBTQ community. She does that religiously and we all, you know, love her for that. You know, that was as far as the politics went. And then really you'd had to, you had to really be focused in and looking above a past the pageantry to really see that that was happening. You know what I'm saying? And if nothing else, she asked for unity. And I, I talk about unity. I talk a lot of shit about a lot of people, but damn it, I don't want to try to do this without not a one of you. You understand what I'm saying? We all need to come together and stop the bullshit. And that's, that was the biggest point of that whole celebration. That whole performance was in reference to all of us coming together. Love thine self, love one another, love each other, okay? 
It's not that damn difficult. It's pretty fun if you get to meet and, and party and kick it with new people. That's a blast. It's really fun. You know? I mean, it. I'm sorry. I cannot be mad at nobody for for who they are and what their ancestors or you know friends of their ancestors or, or motherfuckers that ain't even had never nothing to do with one another i can't look at a white person and be mad at a white person for what a white per another white person did years ago to my parents i'm not that stupid that's fucked up that's stupid in the same breath some of my white brethren need to stop sticking their chests out and acting all big and bad about the shit that they grandma and grandpa did because contrary to popular belief, just because your ass is running around with a goddamn flag on the trap back of your truck does not mean that your ass is uh, uh, a supporter of the Confederacy because if you were a supporter of the Confederacy, you couldn't even go to work at your job if there was a nigga in the building. See, I really don't think these kids catch on to the concepts of the shit that they promote. All of the people that I, I see, I see people, young, young white kids who still promote the Confederate flag in the same breath. They want to sit here and say and also say that they have black friends. The problem with that assessment is that the two don't go together. You can't have the Confederacy and be friendly with black folks. You, you don't get both. You see, I think that's what's the, the problem with a lot of these millennials nowadays is that you motherfuckers want to have it both ways. Okay? This is, not a, this is not a bisexual relationship. This is not how it works. You can't support racism and not be racist. That that I, I'm I'm losing I'm losing my mind seeing people try to pull this shit off just to fall flat on their face, but then we'll, we'll wait. They'll lay down on their face, still trying to hold that sign. I'm not racist, but here's my Confederate hat. You can't do that. It's it's fucking stupid. You're making an ass out of yourself every time. You're making an ass out of yourself. You're making an ass out of all the people that died for what they believed in back then because technically you are not believing in them same beliefs. You don't believe the world ought to be separate. Because you got to depend on, on Tim to show up to work and to get shit done and help your ass out. But see, back in the day, Tim couldn't get a job at the factory where you work. No. Well, let me rephrase. He got a job at the factory. The only difference was he wasn't in the same department. You feel me? Y'all need to stop playing with that bullshit. It's like playing with fire, man. You know, because you're going to come across a real motherfucker that's going to be on some real shit. And they're going to be pissed because you, you jawjacking, you bullshitting. You faking the fucking funk. Hell, stop playing with the damn flag, man. That shit ain't cute. I, I heard about it, some kids fighting about it, fighting at a school, and now the school in Oregon trying to ban the Confederate flag. Well, you know, like I said, if you knew the real story about it, you wouldn't be walking around with that shit. You can't be walking around trying to be cool with a goddamn Confederate flag on and trying to be friends with, with Tony and them. No, Tony and them don't want to fuck with you. You walking up that flag on, they going to whoop your ass. Hell, God damn it, don't do it. Just stop. You know, it just, 
it's getting old. I'm tired of hearing about this this defending of the Confederate flag. It's a dead concept. All right. It's it's. I'm sorry. You know. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy gonna get a nigga fired for real. If y'all didn't see that goddamn SNL sketch with that damn sketch, I know I said I ain't talking about Trump today, and I'm not talking about Trump today. I'm talking about his stupid ass road dog, Sean Spicer. That nigga, that nigga about to lose a job, and it's all Melissa McCarthy's fault. And for that, I say to you, Melissa McCarthy, you are the wonderfulest person on the planet to pull that off. Thank you, darling. That was the funniest shit in the history of shit. When that bitch picked up that goddamn pedestal and put over there, tried to push that bitch in the goddamn face with that shit, I was rolling. And now the 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 aforementioned um, Orange Nightmare is wanting to fire this nigga because he got clowned. Well, your nigga wouldn't get clowned if you wasn't full of shit. You... Tell the pu- you got your hand in the puppet's ass, and all Sean Spicer's supposed to do is talk and relay what the puppet, the puppet master, is telling his dumb, ignorant puppet ass what to say. So when your ass is sitting here working his ass like a puppet, and that shit ain't working, don't you think maybe you need to look at what the fuck the puppeteer is saying, and not the motherfucker who's standing there as the puppet? I'm not paying attention to goddamn Pinocchio. I want to know what the fuck Geppetto back there doing. Hello, if you niggas ain't paying attention to this shit like that, y'all done, you missed it again. Hell, everybody sitting here focused on what Pinocchio doing and Geppetto over here fucking it all up. Uh-uh. We got to stop paying so close attention to the puppets and pay attention to the puppet master. But see, Melissa McCarthy, McCarthy exposed his ass. She exposed his ass so goddamn bad. She literally showed how easy it is to do this nigga's job. That's the part that's got everybody pissed off. Because she literally did that nigga's job and did it better than him. <laughs> she lived her whole life, that little skit, better than goddamn Sean Spicer than lived the whole 40-some-odd years his cocksucking ass been on planet Earth. That's for real. Shit. She clowned his ass with finesse, and that shit was wonderful. But, I, man, I get fucking sick and tired of this shit. Man, these niggas, look. That bullshit has got to stop. And that's that's what Hollywood came back and said. Kind of like what the NRA guy said. Talking about it'll be a... This nigga said before Gaga's performance, he said it'll be a declaration of war between Trump supporters and the pop music community if Lady Gaga did anything uh, political. I say to you, Mr. NRA guy, who was on that bullshit. Boy, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody care. Ain't nobody paying attention to your ass. We gonna get along and have fun, so fuck you. You wanna stop hatred? Smile at it. Laugh at it. Have a good time about it. Okay? I am not a fan of being slapped on my ass. That is not something I am very keen about. I don't have a hang-up or have any homophobia or anything like that. I think homosexual people are great. They're wonderful people and dress wonderfully and nice, and they're good and great and terrific. Until they're trying to start hitting on my ass in public, you know, I don't like that, you know. But in the same breath and light, they still fucking cool with me, so I don't trip with them. 
but I still don't like nobody hitting me on my ass. <laughs> yeah, my homeboy caught me slipping at work the other day and hit me on my ass. When I saw who it was, my one of my big goofy bastard friends, I was like, hey, buddy, he's white, and he's my homie, and I cut for him, okay? That's a friend. I'm not going to stop being friends with a person just because of what another dumb motherfucker that kind of, that has the same complexion as this nigga, okay? Complexion and mentality is two different things. I'm not going to stop liking this dude. If he hit me on my ass, I might trip him down a flight of stairs again. I don't get me twisted. But, you know, I mean, he didn't do it hard. It was like a little football slap. But I was like, hey, what's up, fool? You know, went on by my day. I just didn't really focus on the fact that he hit me on my ass because of who it was. I'm focused on this now because I'm on my show and I can talk about it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, it, funny. Have fun. He probably thought I was going to cock his ass. He took off running after he did. I was like, no, you good. I don't care, you know. You the homie, you know, and that is, I got a buddy that's a, a, a goddamn thunder buddy. Love him from the top of his head to the bottom of his crust ass feet. He was one of the only people when I went back, my senior year high school, Reggie, you know I'm talking about him. My senior year high school, I started a new fucking high school. I shit you not. And on the first day I had a friend. How? I don't know. But I had a damn friend. And he's been my, one of my closest and best friends for many and many years now. I love him to death. And he is white as my goddamn iPhone cord. And yet I love him to death. Because that's my homie. And he didn't have my back many of the years for many of the times. When he, even when he didn't have to. Even when, it, even when it hurt him and he saw it hurt me, he had my back. I'm not going to downplay him. And, 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 and I, I, before I say that, let me say this. Me and him have a lot of differences in opinions as far as political shit goes. It's okay to have differences. You ain't always got to be on the same page because when it all goes down, when it's all said and done, when the shit hit the fan, if I need my dog, he going to be there. That's all that matter. Once again, like I said, on the flow, covered in shit, have somebody that's going to be there for you. Don't give a fuck about their goddamn complexion. Quit paying attention to that bullshit. I'm sorry. Stop, stop worrying about goddamn skin color. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. You rip off my skin. I'm nothing but flesh. I'm nothing but meat and muscle and fat and dick. That's it. A human fucking being in all its forms. That's all we are. I'm not a black man. I'm a human being. I am a person. That's it. We stop using all of these different barrier-breaking things, and maybe just maybe some shit might get a little bit better. You never know. You won't know it till you try it, and don't knock it until you try it. Your ass been practicing hate all these years, and you want to practice love, just give it a shot. It's not that hard. It is quite easy to practice love. And that's for real. And that's all Lady Gaga was talking about. That's all she was on. 
was love. We need to spread love into this world. We need to spread love into these United States of America. Good God, we need so much fucking love. It's ridiculous. And I'm not talking about the kind of love you can buy on a shelf that come with batteries at a sex store. No. I'm talking about tenderness and kindness towards your fellow man. That's what we need to start practicing. Okay? And then we won't have motherfuckers with, with all of these people who, who voted for, for, for um, the tangerine, all the people that voted for the crypt people, and then all the motherfuckers who didn't vote for shit. Some of you motherfuckers didn't vote for nothing. You motherfuckers will call American Idol 117 fucking thousand times but couldn't get off your raggedy ass off the couch for two, five, five, ten motherfucking minutes to go in there, show your ID, and vote. And I am on a voting pledge right now. If you as a person in the United States of America that can't get identification to go and vote, let me know. My team will help figure out what fuckery is possessing your ass from keeping to get a motherfucking picture ID to make sure your ass can get one. I vow that to anyone that contacts us. We will help your ass get an ID because I think it's complete bullshit when somebody sits here and tells me I can't get a goddamn ID. Why? You got a birth certificate? Yeah. You got a social security card? Yeah. Then you ought to be able to get a fucking ID. If you got them two dames getting an ID, then nigga, we got a problem. Somebody trying to fuck you over, and we need to get them motherfuckers out of the way so you can get proper identification. You walking your ass in the streets in this our United States of America without an ID, get off your sorry ass and go get an ID. It ain't got to be a fucking driver's license. Just get a goddamn ID. I'm sitting here constantly hearing all this shit about voter suppression. I'm like, the only thing they said was get a fucking ID. That's it. I don't get the problem with that. So like I said before, we are going to do a voter pledge. Anybody who can't get an ID on their own, contact us on our Twitter page. Contact us on our email of thejoemoffershow at gmail.com. Contact me on the Facebook page. Contact me on any other goddamn outlets where we post a show, SoundCloud. Uh, anywhere that they have a messaging opportunity, particularly SoundCloud, message me on SoundCloud if you can't get a fucking ID, and I will help you get an ID. And this is for your friends. It's for your grandmas. This is for everybody. If you want an ID, I will help you get an ID. Okay? It's the least that I can do. I won't charge you a thing other than maybe make your ass listen to the show 187 times. I need plays in this bitch. Hey, oh. I mean, uh, goddamn, it's, it's shit that's going on that ain't got no business going on, you know? It's too much crazy shit going on that don't make no damn sense. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> we all sitting here twiddling our thumbs, marching and making phone calls and all this other shit, you niggas called the goddamn White House so motherfucking much they turned the phone off on your ass. God damn, they unplugged the fucking phones on your ass. Because you keep calling and you keep harassing and you keep bugging all these political officials that will still go off and do whatever the fuck they want and not think twice about your ignorant ass. That's real. I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm sorry. That's real shit being spoke right there. But do you want to know how to actually break these motherfuckers? 
Do you actually want to make change happen? Do you want to do more than walk up to down the goddamn street screaming out about your pussy? Which, as I take a side note from the point I'm about to make, let me say this, ladies, when you are outside screaming about your pussy, we are not thinking about equal rights. We are thinking about buying you a house and a car and giving you babies and paying your bills and fucking you religiously. <laughs> that, that, it's, the, it's about, mm, it was a lot of niggas that was talking, you know, the, yes, the ladies with the pussies, they need to be celebrated. And I'm with that. And I believe that we should celebrate them. But every time you say pussy, the only thing I want to do is write your ass like a check to your goddamn children's child <laughs> college fund and shit. I, I'm sorry. You say pussy, I lose all thought on everything else other than you just said pussy and I am enthused. But nonetheless, I do support all the women and I do believe there should be equal rights for us all. And ladies, if you want to say pussy as much as you want, by all means, please continue to do so. But if I happen to be drooling, don't judge me, bitch. I already told you I have a condition. I can't be helped. Sorry. Now, do you want to know how to get your politicians to act right? Do you want to know how to make change persist and build in this country? Your ass got to start at the source. Y'all been boycotting in front of goddamn Trump's house, in front of the White House, in front of Trump Tower, mm -mm. protesting in the wrong place. Your ass need to go down there and be protesting at Bank of America. But you don't protest standing outside holding signs or, or screaming, yeah, or, or busting windows. That shit ain't going to get nothing done, and that's going to get your dumb ass thrown in jail. Stop being stupid. If you got an account at one of these big major fucking banks, if you got one of them goddamn rush cards, niggas, rush cards, or any form of net spin, anything that says Meta Bank on it, M-A-T-A-B-A-N-K, anything, turn that shit off. Close your accounts. Take all your money out of there. Put them in a credit union. You won't change. You got to make changes. We can't be standing out there talking shit and running our mouths wanting political change and we want to cause uproar and stop the bullshit while your ass still doing the same shit different motherfucking day. You still pouring money into the goddamn engine and shit. You just making it rain for these motherfuckers and your ass ain't getting shit out of it. I know niggas right now that's been at fucking Bank of America for 10, 20, 30 fucking years and ass can't get a $5 loan for a pack of cigarettes. But meanwhile, in between, we got all them motherfuckers keeping a record of your goddamn deposits, particularly direct deposits, from your goddamn employer that they in turn use as collateral to get loans to be able to put more money into the motherfucking bank that they don't give to your stupid ass. Y'all won't change. Here comes the start. Close them goddamn accounts. Close them. Get them out of there. Anytime you see a bank giving away shit to open up an account, don't fuck with them fools. Them the ones trying to get you. Them the ones trying to get you. Don't fuck with them fools. Stay away from them. Pull your money out of them. Go over to credit unions. 
See, when you have an account, for people that don't understand, when you have, and I say, Joe, why you say go to a credit union? Well, here's why, dum-dum. When you go to a credit union, you're treated not as a customer. You're treated as a member, okay? You are a member of their credit union. You are not a customer. You are not a provider of endless amounts of cash. You're not a prostitute to the goddamn banks, okay? And for those, I'm going to dumb it down with you to the best I know how. If you don't want to keep being a hoe and you want to instead be the pimp, get away from the goddamn banks and go into credit unions. I can't dumb it down no further than that. If you're tired of being a hoe, take your money out of the banks. What that will do is that will take money off of the tables of the motherfuckers that's paying the other motherfuckers to do shit that don't none of us fucking appreciate. You want to stop the bastards that be, take away they motherfucking M-O-N-E-Y, bitches. You take away that cash, they can't do shit. That's just a start. That's one spot where you can move some things around. Next week, I'll offer you up another tip on what you can do. But the first thing we all need to start doing is closing our bank accounts and moving them into credit unions. If you don't even want to do that, put your money in your damn mattress, Godspeed. Just don't sleep. Those don't smoke when you sleep because you'll fuck around and set your ass and your life savings on fire. And that ain't cute. And in closing for this week's episode, I, um, I posted last night that a gentleman <laughs> um and this was this I mean I'm sorry when I say no fucks given no fucks gained this nigga didn't give a fuck not a one not a one he didn't have a damn left when he put this out it was a car salesman out of Florida who posted an Oldsmobile that was up for sale. Have y'all seen this shit? Look up on you. I think every news, um, yeah, uh, every news broadcast is probably covering this shit somewhere because it was fucking hilarious. This nigga posted this goddamn car, and nigga, this shit was so goddamn, man, I'm telling you, this shit was so fucking hilarious. This motherfucker put an Oldsmobile on the internet. With this goddamn Oldsmobile, this nigga said it was straight up and down. This bitch will get you from point A to point B. If your ass try to go to C, that's between you and Jesus. I ain't got shit to do with it. That nigga say, please read carefully so there are no misunderstandings. <laughs> that motherfucker was for real. That nigga said, please Damn it, don't you come in here. He even said it straight up and down. Damn it, don't you come in here with that bullshit trying to act like I didn't tell your motherfucking ass. I told you this was a piece of shit. You gonna get a piece of shit for $900. If you come in this motherfucker and pay $900 for this goddamn car, you getting a $900 motherfucking car. That is what that nigga put, not in so many words, but that's what that nigga put in that ad. Ladies and gentlemen, this young man has cracked my ass up to the point of no return. The nigga said, the side is rusted. And in the photo, you can see where it's rusted. He said, don't bring your ass down here saying it looks different in the pics and you didn't know it had that much rest. I'm telling you now, this bitch is rusty. Shelmar Roseman, sir, you are this, well, you are now nominated for this month's No Fucks Given Award. Somebody tell him if you know him, disqualify you to get a sticker from the show in the mail. 
um, as well as a nice little note saying, fuck, that was funny. Keep being real. Shit like that. Nothing major. We ain't got the major shit yet here on Joe Moffat Show, but it's coming. It's because it ain't here yet. It's coming. And I'm doing it all for you guys because we all need this. We all need to change. We all need to do better. We all need to do our best to be the best that we all can be. And stop all this goddamn hatred about fucking jokes. Jokes are jokes. Jokes are jokes. It's simply a joke. Laugh and move on. If you get offended, don't don't sit there and be rude and flipping fingers at people and shit. I was at Tracy Morgan's show uh, last year when he came to Oklahoma City and watched, white, watched people walk out of the goddamn arena because he said something that pissed him off. If you get that pissed off, get your ass up and walk the fuck out. Like he said, you can either you can either shut the fuck up or get the fuck out. And that's what it is. People got mad because of the way he responded to it. Don't nobody got to sit in and put up with nobody's bullshit happily. Ain't nobody going to keep putting up with your goddamn loud mouth ass religiously and think you're going to be able to just get away with running your motherfucking mouth all willy-nilly and ain't nobody going to put a foot in your ass. Just keep that in mind when you talk all that shit and try to pull piss on people's heads and make, it rain, make them think it's rain. Not all of us going to fall for it. So, yeah, the next time your ass at a comedy show and a comedian say something that your ass can't handle, you can always get the fuck up and walk the fuck out. And there it is. And before I go, I want to give a couple of shout outs, something I ain't done in a while, to a few followers that have jumped into the craziness that is the Joe Moffat Show. I'm going to start with uh, at Low Key Lean, um, Teresa Louise Knox, Justin Roof, uh, at Justin Roof, at Media Realness, uh, at I'm David Lamar, um, at The Sound Wave with two E's. They want to be all special and shit. At Soul Divas Radio, at Mr. Underscore Gif, at Myers, uh, spell M E Y E R S 000111, at STP Chuck, at Just Say Words Pod, um, at Godless Poutine, at DJ Tallyrag, and to the others, thank you, thank you all for following our Twitter page. Thank you for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. We appreciate all the love that you guys always give us. Um, as I've mentioned before, we will be handing out T-shirts. Uh, we will be giving out bumper stickers, T-shirts, coffee mugs, condoms, whatever the fuck I can put my logo on and get away with it. I will spray that bastard with it and send it out to y'all so you can rub it all over yourself in love and tenderness. And on that, this is the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. Thank you so much for listening. Please keep your hearts and minds with the people of Flint, Michigan. Please don't give up on them and make sure that you, whenever you get a chance to fight and do what's best for them, look out for them, man, because them people are really, really hurting for no goddamn reason because our country has virtually forgotten them. Okay? Peace and love to y'all. Thank you for listening. See you guys next week.